Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Path to Good podcast. This is VIP Disconnects podcast about how we're trying to make our company an even more amazing place to work. And hopefully you'll get some tips about how you can make your company in a more awesome place to work as well. And I am here today. It's not a rogue podcast because we have both of our normal hosts, Maggie and Sally. Welcome. Hey, Jen. Hey, Sally. Hey, Maggie. Hi, Jen. Hello. And today is a very special podcast because we have our first guest from outside of the team. Yay! It's very exciting. We are joined today by Mo Fattelbaum, author of the book, The Friendship Advantage, Seven Keys to Building Relationships that Transform Corporate Culture and Drive Productivity. So welcome, Mo. Thank you. Good to be here. We're very excited to have a guest in our studio It is exciting to be in your lovely studio with the beautiful view of Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, I'm not there. I should have come in today, maybe. (laughs) You should have. What, do you guys work remotely or something? I do. Some do, do and some work in our headquarters, so. I'm a hybrid. I'm a hybrid. hybrid. Nice. Yes, very eco-friendly, a hybrid. Yep. So this book, I think, fits in very nicely with what we're trying to do here. We're becoming a B Corp, and we're trying to build a really great culture that cares. So why don't you just start out, Mo, by telling us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to write this book? Yeah, good. Um, So quickly, out of college, I started out working at the Young Entrepreneurs Organization. Uh, It's now just called the Entrepreneurs Organization because you have to be um, under 40 years of age, and then they did away with that. So now it's just entrepreneurs organization. Anyway, I worked there for seven years. And while I was there, I fell in love with this thing called peer forums, where we'd have forums for the entrepreneurs who are the members of the organization. And uh, in 97, I decided to make it my business. And it's been an amazing journey. But one of the things I started to realize is people come to these forums, and they talk about how they share things they've never shared with anybody. And they talk about how people in this group are like better than their best friends, maybe even closer than many of their family members. And initially, I was really proud to hear that. Mm -hmm. But then it started to bother me because I thought, well, this group isn't supposed to take place of your family or your friends. This group is supposed to help you be the best you could be, you know, at home, at work, etc. And so when I dissected the DNA of what makes Mm -hmm it possible for these people to get so close and share so intimately. That's what this book is about. Yeah. And I started to see that it has many manifestations for people, both at work, at home, uh, not just in these peer groups. That's great. And I did notice when I was reading the book that this could be relevant, not just to work relationships, but all kinds of relationships, I think, that you have in your life. Yeah. Um, what. One of the things that really stood out to me when I was reading the book, we'll just jump right in and talk about one of the chapters. One of the keys that you talk about is mischievous fun. Could you tell us a little bit about kind of what you mean by that? And especially, I think, in a professional setting, mischievous fun could maybe, what what does that mean in what a work setting? I'm, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I'll let you answer. I think that we think... all probably have some answers, but I'll let you yeah. answer first. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things I saw with the peer groups that I worked with was, you know, the highly functional ones were very able to get vulnerable and deep, uh, but also just to be real and have fun like you do with your best friends. 
And so I define mischievous fun as just simply what you do with your very best friends when no one else is looking that you reserve for this very close group of people. And what I started to realize is it's a shortcut for making friendships when it isn't somebody that you're so close to. And so in a way, it's actually an act of vulnerability to be willing to do something that's, that's in the world of, of, of mischievous fun. So, you know, an example in this old town, Alexandria, where we live, um, they have these ghost tours. And so my kid and his best friends will go out, get ice cream, and will hide and will try to scare the ghost tours. And I cannot tell you. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much fun the kids have with that. Oh, my God. And, you know, I think it's made me the cool dad along the way. But what a shortcut <laughs> to friendship. Um, another little story that I just love. I was on the train back from uh, New Jersey. And I'm sitting next to this older woman. And, and, you know, I had my headphones in. It's the end of the day. I'm just in my own world. But she started peeling this orange. And it smelled so good. I couldn't help but say to her, oh, my God, that's just, that just smells amazing. And she says, well, would you like some? And I said, no, I'm good. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, though. And then, of course, that started a conversation. And along the way, she says, so where are you from? I go, Egypt. And then she says, so do you believe in Jesus Christ? And I look at her and I go, dead serious. I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, no. I have to. Now, an hour and a half later, <laughs> an hour and a half later, she says, you made my day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it started with this very mischievous comment, right? I'm sure you guys do some mischievous stuff here at VIP Desk to help with the team and the connections. What, what are some things you guys have done? I'd be curious to hear. Well, I, this is Sally. So I will say that we, you know, we do, uh, our executive team gets together a couple of times a year. And one of the things we do at that is open it up with um, some team building exercises. And Jen is a fan of improv so she always leads us through some really crazy improv exercises and i think that they're always they get us laughing out of the gate and they're just like take you totally out of your comfort zone yeah. i think that they're like we missed her at one retreat because she was in the hospital and it just wasn't the same we were like where's the fun where's the fun that's right you gotta sprinkle a little yeah. fun on there it can't yes. all be serious we tried to do the zip zing zoos up we don't even know what we're doing but we just say like zip zing zoom yeah 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 that's a yeah, tough yeah. one i've tried that it takes a lot of focus <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why that chapter probably resonated with me. From my, I love improv. I love making people laugh, and I think we just laugh together all the time. Yeah, it's very genuine. And you know, that takes me back. I mean, when I was working at the Entrepreneurs Organization, we had this British guy from Manchester, England, Richard Bright, and he just had a joke a minute. And I questioned whether it made for a much more productive mm -hmm. environment. Sometimes. But you know what? People loved coming to work. It was just a fun place to be. Mm -hmm. Well, you should love coming to work. I was just, you know, we have a uh, blog coming out on this topic, too. And I was just reading that 90,000 hours in your lifetime are spent at work. 50% of your waking hours are spent at work. So, you know, if you're not going to have fun, that's like half your life. Yes. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And, um, and then let's talk about what that results in. I mean, so now really what we're talking about, relationships that work, friendships mm -hmm. that work. In one of my clients, they did a word cloud where members of the team were asked to describe the culture. And the biggest word was family. Family. Uh, I think oh, David, you were doing ours. Yes, we yes. are. In our word cloud, our biggest word is family. Right? Family and cares were our two And by the words. way, if half of your life is spent at work, that might be more than the amount of time you spend with your family. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They're like, no, I just said family because I forgot my real family. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'll never forget seeing this interview. This was probably 20 years ago. Um, and it was someone being interviewed talking about how, you know, it's not great to work with friends. And I had, the, I sat Wait. there thinking, I know, I sat there thinking that's just so the opposite of what yes. I believe in my heart of hearts. So it's, you know, I think we spend quite a bit of time, you know, like I mentioned the retreats, we stay in a house together. We spent 50% of the time just doing activities yeah. together, whether it's cooking or sailing or um, doing some bad karaoke. I mean, you <laughs> name it, right? Or, or the or zombie the, apocalypse. Oh, yeah, the virtual. We did virtual reality. We had a zombie apocalypse. We had to save the world. Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry, was... world. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder whether you guys actually got any work done around here. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, the relationship, if you have fun together, it builds, this is my yeah. belief, it builds trust. And then when you have trust, because customer service, while it sounds easy, it's very stressful, it's mm -hmm. difficult, it's challenging. And if you have the foundation of, of friendship and trust, then that makes those things, you know, that you're going to get through it with the people that have your back and are, are there for you. So, yeah, um, yeah. You know, we try to but pour I'm... as much time as we can. We do work, though, however. We do. Yeah. <laughs> but... well, think about a retail store or a restaurant that you walk into. And I used to work in one, and we had this amazing, fun environment as well. Mm -hmm. But when you go into one where the team isn't getting along or they're fighting, yep. you could taste it. You could yep. just you feel it. Yep. And so think about that from a call center perspective. If people that are working next to the guy next to them or the woman next to them and they're bickering or they're not having fun – it just comes across. It comes across on the phone and you know, you hear that tone. You're like, what, what did I do to deserve this? I'm just calling. I'm just, I just want some help. I just want some help. But going back to so you shouldn't work with people who are your friends. So you should work with your enemies. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. that's what they meant. I'm like, right? It's crazy. Here's right? the thing, who Maggie. Said I, that? Who said I, that? Who said that? So I hear, you know, often when, um, and so, in my business, usually it's the CEO that hires me for whatever reason. And, and when the CEO says, but really, I have to be friends with, with the people that I work with? You know, my first response is, well, first of all, it's not all about you. What about them <laughs> being friends with each other? Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Uh, then the second thing I say, that's only because they, they say, well, what if I have to fire this person? And now they're my friend. Well, then you haven't been honest with them along the way. And so the other chapter in this book, another chapter in this book is Kind Truth. And it's about, can I have an honest conversation with you that is positioned in a kind way when something doesn't work so that it doesn't become this huge monstrous issue one day of, oh my God, I got to fire my friend. 
<laughs> won't listen to all of us. We're like, ah. <laughs> we will never fire each other. We'll make a pact right now. <laughs> it's, yes. I like That's it. pretty, pretty much a given. Yes. Oh my goodness. Too funny. Well, you know, some of the other things, Mo, maybe you could tell us what you think about some of our tactics. Mm. Um, one of the things that we do when a new, this is not very interesting, but when a new person starts, like we just had, you know, someone on the finance team, Sherry is her name, just start. And we sent out a get to know Sherry and we see like what her favorite books are, what's on her bucket list. And it's like sort of sets the standard for, we want to know you, yeah, like all of you. Yeah. Um, and so it's like in your, we talked about this earlier that we have team members in a virtual and some in our headquarters, some in, in offices inside of our clients' environments, but mostly it's a virtual team. Mm -hmm. So how do, we, how do we do that? How do we build the culture? We do most of our meetings with video. We've talked about some of those things in our past um, podcasts, um, but there's a lot. Jen, maybe you and Maggie could talk about all the things that we do that are, you know, uh, relationship building kind of, I don't know if we call them activity clubs but we do a lot of stuff that are sort of like geared towards engaging team members in the interests that they have outside of work. But we do that inside of work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like book club. Yep. Yeah. We have, got we have a, a fantasy. Club. We have a fantasy football league. Is that what you were going to say? Yes, I know. I was so excited about, I know nothing about sports if you've listened to our last podcast, but I think it's exciting that we've got a whole fantasy yeah. football league. We you guys are about doing a lot of leagues. great stuff. And, I, you know, I think getting to know all those things about somebody is absolutely a way to begin the conversation because people like to find ways to connect. Oh, you two are from New Jersey? Oh, my God. What high school? And so you're just creating more touch points for people to be able to make those connections. And I think that's really cool. Um, the other thing that I work with when I work with teams on, on this stuff is how do we get them to know each other at a more meaningful level as well. And I think both of those are important. So we're talking about fun. We're talking about the data points of just ways to connect the dots. And then what, what else can we do to make it even more meaningful? But what else do you guys do? I'd love to hear. We try to do, since we are virtual, we try to do as much, because a lot of times people just meet and talk around the water cooler, and that's how you get to know each other. Yeah. So we have chat rooms. Every team has a chat room that are really geared around just chatting like you would around a water cooler. So just getting to know you. So the teams go in there and they just get to know their team members. And I think that's where friendships are really formed. A chat room specifically we call Cheers for Peers, where team members can go in there and give shout outs to each other. And oh. that just builds so much goodwill. You can, oh. I was just in there and I read through them every morning and it's just really a lovely place for everyone to get to know each other. I love that. Cheers for peers. Who came up with that? Maggie. Maggie. Brilliant. 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 I love that. You know, the other thing that you said was the book club. And I, I, on the surface, it would appear to be just, let's learn together. But do you think there's more that happens in terms oh, of people yeah. connect? Yeah. I mean, we, we pay for the book, of course. And then whoever wants to come, it's interest-based, right? So we get together, usually grab your beverage of choice. We're on video. And we're talking about the book, right? And sometimes it goes off the rails. Yes. And that's okay. But there's a, there's a common interest there. Yeah. Our chat room for wellness, we have a fitness challenge every month. And again, 
you know, customer service, if you think about the 350 or so team members um, that are sitting, taking calls and handling communications with customers, they're, you know, we're trying to do things that um, encourage health and well-being and movement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonderful. And I would um, say for book club, people come that haven't actually read the book. It kind of turns into yeah. like <laughs> some chatting and I think just some social inner. I just want to hang out with you guys. Yeah. 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 It's not connect. about the book. Yes. Exactly. That's right. Virtual happy it, hours. Or is it, I want you to read the book for me. <laughs> that too <laughs> could be some of it. <laughs> I think some people just like to connect with others and maybe if they haven't read the book, they just you know we we like each other we like hanging out with each other so it's like come on we we don't judge yeah but you know you touched on like the vulnerable piece and while all of this is sort of interest-based and fun we do open every meeting with a gratitude like what are we each grateful for Mm -hmm. and we go around and even in our largest meetings when we have the whole corporate team they do it And people say things that are, you know, deeply meaningful, like they've had time with their father in the hospital, and you learn about people through this, you know, sometimes they say, you know, I'm really grateful I have new running shoes, but that's rare, right? (laughs) It's usually um, a really nice thing that it's just part of how we run meetings now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I took a course on positive psychology years ago at uh, University of Pennsylvania, and one of the things they talk about is gratitude. And after years of practice, it changes the way you see the world. You actually start to see the world in a different way. It changes the neurons in your brain and your predisposition to see the good as opposed to seeing the not so good. And uh, so it's a great thing to do. Like Jen came up with the idea, we often send out um, items. Maybe you talked about this in the last podcast. I'm so sorry I haven't listened to it <laughs> yet. Just came out. Um, but the uh, gratitude journals, yep. you know, so there's always like a wellness, um, healthy, um, taking, you know, we feel responsible for the whole person. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're just here at work and do your job. It's like we want happy people deliver great, happy service. I love that. Happy people deliver happy service. That's our book. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Love it. We're claiming the title. <laughs> Jen will come up with the content. I'll do some bad writing, and Maggie will edit it. Perfect team. And I'll be the author. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You can write the intro. How about that? You yeah. write our intro. Okay. okay we have our whole future planned out and our book is all planned out awesome does anyone have a burning question they want to ask still what have we not covered no that you think uh we touched on like i think we're good i i could talk more about vulnerability we can't talk yeah i don't i don't think we're all fans of like delivering something in a hideous in a sweet way you know facing the brutal facts i think we're a transparent culture honestly so it's like we'd rather not get to the point where you have to have those hard conversations that it's just things are out there as you go yeah like you know be as open as you can just in the moment beautiful right yeah yeah (laughs) we like the mischievous fun no (laughs) we do but i i do think it's important i mean 
honestly, we didn't get into it, but the whole point of spending time together is like, is really to build trust and you're not going to be, you know, vulnerable with uh, the people you work with if you don't have any kind of foundation of trust. So I think time is the number one thing, time together, time in work, time, time outside of Mm -hmm. work, getting to know the humanity of another human being. It just is almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I actually am very uh, pleased to hear that mischievous fun was the one that grabbed your attention the most. Cause when I thought of that chapter, I internally chuckled and I'm like, Oh my God, I love this. And then I thought this, this could be controversial. And then I thought I got to write it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think we have a lot of that here. Yes, I agree. <laughs> So we like to end the podcast uh, by talking about, and hopefully this is a tip that you could take and use in your company, but we have a huddle every day in the morning. Our team has a huddle. And on Friday, we just, this happened very organically, but we started calling it Rogue Friday. And so normally we talk about what's up for the day, what we always, of course, talk about are grateful. And then we talk about what our main focus for the day is and if we have any stocks. But on Rogue Friday, there is no business talk it's all about whatever we want to talk about we talk about what we're going to do this weekend we talk about literally anything i think today we went also really long we went almost an hour just talking about what we're going to do this weekend and it's just a lovely way for us to all unwind on a friday and also i think get to know each other better and bond a little bit on friday exactly i had no idea brenna was into hiking so she's yeah. hiked all over the place. And wow. having moved here from Philadelphia, we now know we can give her, you know, local tips on hiking spots. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that yeah. as an example. Yeah, we're still learning things about each other. <laughs> and I'm and our, learning. And, oh, sorry, Maggie. I was going to say, and we also, you know, talked about, we have one Canadian on our executive team, Jeff. And uh, we're talking about how the the woman in the U.S. Open who's Canadian, made it to the finals and how she beat out, you know, the Swiss, which is our other exec team member, Omar, (laughs) like he's part Swiss. So he's so delighted to hear, like, you know, (laughs) the Canadians are are ahead of the Swiss. So that's the kind of thing, you know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Mo, for joining us today on the podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. You guys are fun. I'll do this anytime. Awesome. And thank you, Sally and Maggie, as always. And if you would like to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email. My email address is jen.vinsagara at vipdesconnect.com, or you can email sally.hurley at vipdesconnect.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon.